Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Talking TV and Shit. I'm Mike Stein, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Jeffers and Mr. Dalvey. On this week's episode, Jeffers almost dies, the Girl Scouts battle the homeless, and somebody gets caught jerking while working. Alright, let's get into it. got some listener submitted am i an asshole the listener is definitely my girlfriend though (laughs) that that doesn't mean she doesn't listen yeah that's true here's the first one um on a crowded city street there's a girl selling girl scout cookies and there's a homeless man sitting right next to the girl scout cookie stand some person walks up pulls out a big wad of cash buys like 10 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Doesn't give a dollar to the homeless man. Mm-hmm. Wait, so is is the competing for the bigger asshole, the Girl Scout, who doesn't give any of her earnings to the homeless guy, and the dude who didn't give any before he bought it? Is that the competition here? Fuck, I didn't think about that one. This is a three-way. I was thinking the homeless man might be the asshole for posting up right next to the, <laughs> the Girl Scout well, who got there first, though? That's the Girl Scout had to. There's no way a Girl Scout's posting up next to a homeless dude. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, that's uh, it's stupid for him to do that because I don't know why you'd want to compete with someone unless maybe he's just thinking that people see him and feel bad about. Uh, but I don't know. Like and that's kind of the like... goal. Yeah, I don't think he was thinking competing. I think he was thinking just major guilt. I would say, I mean, if he's homeless, then outside is basically his home. So, like, he technically beat the Girl Scout there first. That is fair, (laughs) yeah. I don't know. Ten boxes seems to be kind of a lot without even giving any of the cookies to the homeless guy, though. (laughs) Can't throw this guy a couple of Thin Mints on the... Plus, you could always say it was a sale and that the dude stiffed you. Like, if you're trying to goose your Girl Scout cookie stats so that when you go back to the scout meeting, like, you can post better numbers. Like, man, I sold it to this guy, but he, he just ran off without paying. How hard do they hold these little Girl Scouts to, like, their their numbers? I mean, <laughs> is this some hardcore shit like that? Like, are they counting to the last penny? I don't know. I mean, surely they have to be teaching them to, like, fraud is bad and stuff. The homeless guy must have asked the Girl Scout for either money or cookies, right? But if she says yes, I feel like you gotta leave. Yeah. Right? Isn't that the deal we're making here? Like, if you say no, I'm just gonna sit here and bother everybody. So, yeah, because in a way, he he could just end the situation by just asking her for money because then either she's gonna say yeah and then he'd be an asshole if he stuck around or if she says no pony up then she's an asshole don't see why they need to be in this kind of stalemate (laughs) i think the lady that is definitely an asshole though who bought the cookies throw the guy a a dollar or a cookie or something yeah Mm mm-hmm you don't even have to give him a whole sleeve, like just a few cookies. Well, I mean, that'll fulfill your, your obligation. She's probably one of those people, though, that's like, oh, I'm just doing them more harm than good because it's not like they can see a dentist anyway. 
Well, Why don't they get a job and then they can buy cookies themselves? <laughs> uh, Just turn around and be like, look, this little fucking girl next to you is out here working her ass off. Why aren't you doing anything? <laughs> this might have been a really good team up, though. I mean, I feel like they're both going to help each other here, right? Because I think most normal people, if they see a homeless person and a Girl Scout, like, one, you're going to like come over to make sure the Girl Scout's okay, probably. And then once you're there, I mean, both are probably getting your business, right? Oh, yeah, this might have been a grift. Can I? Can we verify that you're homeless before I donate? Like, <laughs> you seem pretty well kept to me. This might have just been the girl's father. Yeah. I think if I found out that was the case, I would give them more money just because that's – I have to appreciate such a great scheme. This place I'm working has um, – like, so the stalls go all the way to the floor and, like, almost all the way to the ceiling. But, like, there's no cracks or anything. Like, it's way more privacy in this stall than you're really going to get in any other public place. And so on last Friday, one of the uh, dudes I'm working with, you know, he goes to the bathroom. This next dude comes out, like, the, this next dude, like, five minutes later is, like, he calls a dude next to me out, like, hey, like, uh, the manager's calling. And it seemed kind of weird, like, it didn't feel like the manager was calling. But, like, so anyway, they leave. And then he texts me, like, hey, like, come to the conference room. <laughs> the, the, the first guy I was getting texts from, the dude went in the bathroom, like, oh, my God, this dude's jerking it in here. <laughs> and we're like, what, like, how do you know? Like, is it obvious or, like, are you just listening too intently? And he's like, oh, like, he clearly has earphones in. But, like, I can hear it. And then the other sounds, like, were just enough. And he's like, yeah, so he clearly didn't hear me come in. And at some point, he starts texting, like, oh, my God, he's just going to town. And for a little more context, this is 6 on a Friday. So most people, like, he probably didn't expect anybody to still be there. But so finally, um, there's, like, two exits to this bathroom. So we're kind of, like, posted up at other ends of the hallway just to, like, we're not going to, like, tell on this guy we're not going to confront him but we just want to know like for future reference and uh eventually he's like all right the dude texts us like all right he came out and i swear this dude i wasn't in the hallway that like one of the exits went to so i didn't see him but apparently he basically just went straight across the hall and like dipped into an office and something and like none of us had any idea like we we never caught it um so it'll just forever be a mystery. Um, <laughs> but then, so we find out on Monday that a bunch of people got fired on Friday. Oh, <laughs> so shit. now we're thinking this was that dude's last stand in that building. <laughs> and he went out with a bang. <laughs> or what if he fired everybody who he thought might have known about it? <laughs> It was going to be the perfect crime. Shit. That's hilarious. So we were saying that, like, maybe there is too much privacy in work stalls. Oh, man. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever been able to use a stall like that, but that, I mean, it sounds wonderful, but then you hit me with that, and I don't know now. I mean, it seems, like, too ridiculous to be real, like, oh, like, you can't do that, they'll jerk off in there, but, like, they did. 
<laughs> they will jerk off in there. <laughs> here's a here's a solid headline. Naked Russian man tries to board plane, claiming to be quote more aerodynamic. <laughs> I'd let him on the plane. I mean, he's not wrong per se. He's better than those people who are like, boo-hoo-hoo, I'm wearing 10 layers of clothes to save $20 on baggage. So I'd rather a naked dude. Oh, that's a good question. Would you rather sit next to a naked dude than someone wearing seven sweaters? If they're wearing seven sweaters, they're definitely hogging the armrest whether they're trying to or not. Yeah. I think from person to sit next to, from best to worst, would be naked woman naked guy who lets you have the armrest <laughs> and then naked guy who also hogs the armrest if the naked guy's next to you are you letting him put put your oxygen mask on you uh, uh yeah airplanes are already dirty enough anyway so that's true they don't clean those oxygen masks after an emergency do they <laughs> oh gross <laughs> All right, here's another uh, am I an asshole? I'm not sure who the question would be. Maybe it's who is the asshole in this situation. This is also a listener submission. So she was on a plane recently, and she had purposefully bought the aisle seat, and the person behind her asked to switch seats with her. It was still on aisle seat, so she was cool with it, so she did it. Then the person sitting to her left after that happened asked her to, well, if you already switched seats once, are you willing to switch again? But this person was in the window seat um, and they tried to like their whole guilt part of it was that it was their daughter who was sitting by herself like two rows up ahead of them. Uh, This is an am I an asshole because she said, no, no, I'm not going to move. The girl, the daughter, was had to be over 15 or 16 at least. And both parents were sitting to her left. Did she tell them it was like it was just because it was an aisle seat? Yeah, I think she did. I don't, they just weren't happy. Like, they were just trying to guilt her about it. That's the asshole part there. Like, you shot your shot. They said no. Just move on. Like, it's not her fault that they ended up sitting their daughter separate from them to begin with she's probably the daughter's probably thrilled to get away from them for a little bit especially it might have been her first time just sitting by herself too so like if you if you're robbed of that out of nowhere like if the grandma shows up and then is like oh surprise i'm sitting by you after all that's like oh like this was my first time on a plane all by myself and you ruined it. If your attitude is just like, oh, we'll just pick these seats that aren't the ones we want, and then we'll find someone to switch with us once we get there. Like, you, if you're going to roll those dice, you got to accept the risk that they might say no. That, and now that you say that, I've never thought about that, like buying a seat with the intent of knowing I'm, I'm going to try and switch with somebody. Like, I don't, I don't like that. But it's got to happen. Oh, it's it's definitely got to happen. I mean, you're putting it in my head now. I might, I mean, I, I might not like it, but that doesn't mean I might not try it at some point. Yeah, but you're going to do that. you got to accept the possible consequences. It's a gamble. Do you think anybody's ever swapped with somebody else to get away from the person they're sitting with? 
Maybe. That'd be tricky to pull off because you would have to get there before the other person boarded and then find a willing companion real quick. Yeah, and it's like, if if you don't want to sit next to him, why the fuck do I want to sit next to him? Do you think it makes it more likely or less likely for somebody to jerk off in the bathroom if maybe you had one or two of those very, like floor-to-ceiling stalls and you charge 25 cents to get in it? I think it might be a little more because if they paid to get in there, they're going to have an added sense of this. Like, I can do what I, I fucking paid for it. I'm going to jerk it. I'm going to get my money's worth. I did one time see a uh, alleged homeless uh, person on the street as they were leaving, and I saw them go into a quick trip parking lot and get into an Escalade and drive away one time. <laughs> I love the term alleged homeless by itself, too. <laughs> well, I mean... What do you think is more likely, that he was, like, a true homeless person who just happened to get an Escalade somehow. Or, like, just a dude who can afford an Escalade, just a regular dude, except, like, he just... It's his thing to pretend to be homeless. Uh, I feel like it's probably the latter. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel bad saying that, because I know, like, 9 out of 10 of those people probably are actually homeless. But, uh... Like, if you have an Escalade and then you lose your home, I feel feel like you can downgrade to a cheaper car. <laughs> Our next door neighbors have been causing a problem again. Uh, hang on. Make sure they can't hear you. Yeah, I'm walking away <laughs> from the front door. <laughs> so, uh, I think I've told you before about how we're pretty sure this guy's uh, beating his girlfriend over there. Oof. Well, I've definitely told you how we've called the cops on him like six times in the past. <laughs> well, I guess he decided that this last time I did it was <laughs> the last straw for him. So, like, uh, I think last weekend, yeah, I... And this is the first time they do it in the morning. He's out there and, uh, chat. <laughs> Jeffers, don't get your ass beat, please. Okay, you're right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like in the middle of the morning this time, and I hear him screaming and loud banging noises show over there. I'm like, oh, they're at it again. So I call the cops. And then, like, they knock on the door, and they, every fucking time, the people answer the door, and they're like, oh, no, we're fine, everything's totally cool. And the police leave, and then I hear this dude come out into the hallway, and he's pissed. He's outside my uh, door, and he's screaming, you bitch-ass motherfuckers calling the police, I'm gonna fuck you all up. And then, so I'm like, well, all right, with that attitude, I'm just gonna call the police back out here again. (laughs) I did, and I guess he left by the time they got here. And I told them what happened, and and they left, and I (laughs) told our landlord. She's like, yeah, I talked to him, and I told them he can't be doing this. I'm like, really, that's it? Jesus. Like, um, 
were happening, and she's like, well, there's only ever been uh, two actual police reports filed, and this is the first time we've heard of him threatening anyone. I was like, how is that not a one-and-you're-done kind of thing? <laughs> and then uh, I called, like, the police station to make an actual report about it, and the first lady I talked to, like, she wouldn't file a report on it. She was like, he didn't do anything to you, so, you know, people can say whatever they want, right? And I was like, is it really not any kind of crime to, like, yell at someone that you're going to fuck them up? And she's like, no. So I just I went there in person later, and the guy I talked to, he was like, oh, yeah, they should have taken a report on that. Well, that first cop must have known you were white. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like... This dude has a history of all this shit, and they're like, well, no one can prove he threatened you. That's what I was saying to the landlord. I was like, okay, I know, like, you've told me before, like, multiple other people in this building have called the police about him. And, like, now he's stomping around physically threatening me. Like, how is that not enough to kick him out? (laughs) Haven't your last two neighbors now, like, threatened to kill you at some point? (laughs) (laughs) No. The people who lived there before, they never did anything towards me, but there was that one time, like, I'm pretty sure they threw somebody down the stairs. Okay, so say when you're buying an airplane ticket, if you could trade off, like, they sold seats that had a little more leg room, but the little oxygen mask that that floated down, like, you just don't get one in that seat. Hmm... Well, they tell you to help someone else with their mask before you do yours. So if everybody follows directions, they will put one on you, even if it's theirs, because that's the rules. Yeah, they definitely tell you to do yours first, Abby. Because I think you can't help someone else with theirs if you're passed the fuck out from... But you could definitely put this in the person's mind sitting next to you if you just distract them while the flight attendants doing the thing <laughs> plus uh, i think that's a pretty safe bet to t- like because like if you take the extra leg room no oxygen seat and shit did go down i mean what are the people nearby you're just not gonna save you because i mean they're gonna be pretty butthurt watching you with all that extra leg room the whole flight yeah <laughs> are they gonna be butthurt enough to just let you die <laughs> <laughs> i mean if i gotta choose between me and you <laughs> yeah, maybe I think I would take it, though. I mean, plane crashes are so rare. And, I mean, like, odds-wise, how much is that really helping your odds of surviving a fucking plane crash? That's true. Like, is the lack of oxygen the thing that causes the deaths for most people who get, who's, like, their plane fucking hits a something? I don't think it's all that common. If something goes wrong with a plane, it's generally not the oxygen. No, right? It's either the, like, crashing into the ground or, like, everything just is on fire. Like, if the engine explodes, no amount of oxygen is going to help. Plus, like, in this country, like, shit like that never fucking happens on domestic flights. And if it's an international flight, I think the chairs all actually have leg room on those anyway. (laughs) 999,000 times out of a million, you're golden. And then the other one, you die, but you have leg room before you die. Plus, no one's going to ask to switch seats with you if you're sitting in the non-oxygen. <laughs> I even remember 
back when you guys were in the dog hood and they had the communal showers and when I went in there and they had a fucking sign that said like seriously don't jerk off in here it's causing problems for the pipes or something they're not prepared to handle that no if you look and even if you look on like the back of Drano it doesn't say anything about jizz you imagine being the plumber who goes out there he gets called out there, and they're just like, so what's the problem? There's like, oh, there's just a shitload of jizz in here. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have seen it enough that they know right away, like, they're like, <laughs> oh, fuck, it's jizz again. <laughs> if you're even on the phone with them, I bet if you tell them, they're like, oh, yeah, we run a college dorm with a communal bathroom, and then, like, the Drano didn't work and nothing worked. They're like, oh, yeah, that's jizz. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed, please rate, review, and tell your friends. If you have an Am I an Asshole you'd like us to debate, or just want to interact with us, please email me at mikestein7788 at gmail.com. You can also visit our website located in the description. Thanks again, see you next time.